Hello, everyone. Kara Olker here, intuitive health coach and founder of Deep and Roots Health Coaching. I host my own podcast called Deep and Roots Podcast, and I do it all from Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it truly is the easiest way to make a podcast. And here's why. First off, it's free. Who doesn't love to be able to do things for free? And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. By the way, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Pretty sweet, eh? It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. I personally love using Anchor to record and upload my podcast episodes. I get to choose my own intro and outro music. In case you were wondering, it's Tropics in the Beats section. And it's very user-friendly for this millennial who can't technology at all. (laughs) It's one and done. Then I schedule my episodes to publish whenever I want them published. For me, I schedule to publish every Friday because... Who doesn't love Fridays? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello there. You are listening to the Deep and Roots podcast. My name is Carol Oker. I am an intuitive health coach and the founder of Deep and Roots Health Coaching. Check out what I do and the services I offer on Facebook and Instagram under Deep and Roots Health Coaching. There you can book a free discovery call to talk about your health goals by clicking on the link in my bio. Deep and Roots Podcast has been created to give listeners an inside look into my health coaching business, specifically my one-on-one 90-day program, which helps my clients establish habits that serve them in developing intuition around their thoughts and gut health. I use science and logic, and I also use the power of thoughts, feelings, intuition, and sass because authenticity is not an option in my world. You know what else isn't an option? Trusting your gut. If this appeals to you and you want to dive into your own abundant health journey, reach the hell on out to me. I'd love to hear from you. So let's get started. Welcome to episode 30. Hello, everyone. 30 episodes. Can you believe it? 30. That is 30 weeks of you letting me into your car, your home, your eardrums, your heart, your brain, your gut. (laughs) Australia, the UK, across the US. I've been let in at those places too. And really, thank you. Thank you for listening to these episodes for giving me constructive feedback, and most importantly, thank you for the love. It's a lot of love for this up-and-coming show. We're in it for the long haul. To be in your space for a long time, that's for sure. Last week, I talked about goal setting for 2021, and today marks the first day of 2021. 
As a refresher, step two in last week's episode of goal setting is clearing the crud from your mind by removing any external pressures weighing on it. When I'm with my clients, part of the process in each session is letting go. And these two elements coincide with each other. When initially setting goals, you define what you want to achieve, not what you feel pressured to achieve by family, friends, societal pressures, whatever. As you move through each coaching session with me, you set action steps, which are essentially weekly baby steps to get you to your 90-day end goal. By the next session, we talk about what went well for the week and how you achieved your assigned action steps. Sometimes achieving these action steps don't go as well as planned. And so it's completely natural to want to beat yourself up over it or feel ashamed. So we take time to talk through the obstacles and let go of the negative thoughts and feelings you've assigned yourself for not following through the action steps to a T. And we bring in new exercises to facilitate the new and desired results you do want to achieve. I mean, if you don't know any differently, or if you don't have the tools to achieve something you've never really achieved before, how can you expect to yield different results, especially the first time around? Yet, time and time again, we beat ourselves up because we should just know. Our fight or flight is winning, scrambling to survive, and it's treating our intuition like it's a bear by fighting or running away from it. And what I have to say about that is stop shooting all over yourself. Also, what I have to say about that, all that shooting is forgive. Trace back your gut dis-ease and dysfunctional relationship with food, and chances are you've had a dysfunctional childhood on some level. Come on, guys, we're all scarred and that's okay. Conversations and experiences that have caused you to stuff your feelings and hide your words or deny your feelings exist and overly project your words, there are patterns and root causes for everything, especially in our relationship with ourselves and others. This isn't to push the blame on anyone. It's just to say that we've learned how to stuff and deprive our thoughts, emotions, and food from people who've told us we've We've had to. As children, we're sponges. Even something as simple as don't bother your father. He's had a hard day at work and needs to be left alone. Or eat everything on your plate. There are starving children in the world who would love to be able to eat all the food you get to eat every day. I'm not saying these are examples of a dysfunctional childhood, by the way. Just to be clear, however, even these two very common examples pose some distinct conditionings right there. One, other people's time and needs are more important than yours. Two, you're ungrateful if you don't accept what others give you. And three, don't trust your intuition. Eat even beyond feeling full to appease others. And none of this is intentional at all. And parents, I'm not saying that these examples of what we say to kids 
I'm not saying it's going to scar them for life. Rather, what I'm saying is regardless of the joyous, traumatic, or mundane moments in a child's life, I repeat, children are sponges. Children are also literal. So if you see anyone, child or adult, struggling through some anxiety over some words or a situation, give opportunities to allow that person to use their words to tell you how they feel, even if they don't know how to use their words to express themselves. What's one's non-issue is another's struggle to process, and it gets easier easier over time the more we allow ourselves and others to use words for individual expression. In my life, thinking differently and deeply is my superpower, and it has been for years. It makes me a great listener, leader, supporter, and a resourceful and compassionate human being. Have I always thought this way? Hell no. I didn't know what a shame spiral was as a kid, but I was up and down it daily. Has it ruffled some feathers along the way? Oh, yes. Not everyone likes someone who's rogue, (laughs) even with good intentions. But take a look at people in your life who are all about the do what I say, not as I do. Get over it and move on. Stop being so dramatic and feeling your feelings type, especially in the workplace where it's pretty much adult elementary school anyways. And they're more likely physical and emotional hot messes in their own right. Always working, hardly eating, or always eating crap foods, angry all the time, judgy and resentful, hella digestive issues, and maybe they're always hogging the bathroom. It's all they know, so they're going to keep doing it because it's so familiar, even if they know it's not the way to go. But they most likely don't realize their behavior in their this-is-the-only-way thinking. They don't, they don't realize that this is an issue sometimes. And, and maybe this is you too, or this was you at one time. I've learned that people are going to be who they are, and you're going to have to be who you are. Are you going to be okay with that? If the answer is no, don't keep these people in your life. And don't apologize for not keeping them in in your life, whether they're family members, significant others, friends, or even coworkers and bosses. They will always be themselves in conflict with yourself. Whether you keep them in your life or you don't, forgive them for shitting all over that, for they do not know any better. There were There will be people in your life who you just can't get enough of. This is your A-team, your tribe. Their values match yours as a whole. You love them and what they stand for. And you make opportunities to include them in your life as much as possible. Then there's the B-team. You love them. You may not mesh well with them or as well with them, but you do get some benefit from them being in your life, so you include them in your life accordingly. 
Now for the rest of the world, (laughs) we're not going to assign them a team because they're not a team you want to be on. And that's okay. The no team. We can call them that at the very most. Their values do not match yours. You may or may not love or have compassion for them. And they do not provide any benefit in your life. So you don't need to include them. They're not even entitled to a day pass into your world. You may still love them. You show, you know, respect and regard. They just don't have access because boundaries. This logic can apply to insert any noun, nutrition, eating habits, any kind of habit, situations, whatever. For example, your A team and nutrition could be proteins, fats, carbs, and non-starchy vegetables. Your B team could be homemade baked goods, fried foods, and wine. (laughs) While your restricted or no team list includes fast food and overly processed foods like Twinkies or soda. This formula works for you because it's what makes you feel the best and allows you success in life and in health. You're trusting your gut, your intuition, and your body is responding accordingly. Societal norms and even marketing loves to tell you who and what you should include in your life as if you have no say over that matter. Sappy rom-coms tell you estranged family members and emotionally stunted exes deserve to be on your A-team because they love you the most, because they're the most dysfunctional. Your B-team needs to be your amazingly supportive friends you frequently flake out on for your dysfunctional family and emotionally stunted exes. The no team is the sweet, emotionally intelligent guy or woman who's too shy to articulate how they want to be in your life until they change who they are and emulate the loser ex on your A-team, which is stupid, by the way. Stupid. Really? (laughs) The same goes for marketing nutrition. A-team nutrition is packaged with trendy words on it like probiotics, vegan, or gluten-free. B-team nutrition is essentially soft drinks and processed food that essentially say new and improved or are a healthier version. The no-team that's not really marketed is the lone celery stalks unless, unless it's juiced in a bottle for $10 or whole forms of vegetables that are much cheaper and healthier, just not as convenient because it's not packaged or as attractive or really not sold by a particular company. They're they're farmed. I get the marketing bit. Everyone is trying to make a buck, and there really are some great products out there that provide a lot of health benefits that – thank goodness for marketing, have been introduced and therefore have been made accessible in the world. But all of this still just takes the nutrition out of what we make plentiful, occasional, or scarce in our lives. It makes us confused, not knowing where to turn to or who to turn to. We can trust our guts, which feels infuriating because we should just automatically know what's good for us, right? This leads to shame, anger, 
resentment, followed by more habits and relationships built on this shame, anger, and resentment. Who's had that one boyfriend or girlfriend, or maybe even a spouse, (laughs) that your family or friends just didn't approve of, and they told you about it every time they talked to you? All of us? Well, who's had that one family member or friend who said, I want you to be happy. Think about what makes you happy and if that person fits the bill. If he or she does, then love that person and let that person love you. If he or she doesn't, don't be afraid to do what's right for you, even if it's ending the relationship. How does that sound versus, I don't like that person, get away? (laughs) Would you feel more accepted with the second version, more empowered, more compassionate for yourself and others. Now take a look at everything in your life at this moment and take inventory of how many times you've approached life in a do this because I said so manner versus what feels right to you approach. Do you lean into more of what's expected of you while shutting and freaking out about what feels good? Or do you feel, do you do a little bit of both? You obey traffic laws and make your own laws regarding habits, your love life, and career choices based on what best suits you as a person. Or maybe you don't do anything you're told. And you do what you want, which is, in that case, I'm not riding in your car with you, (laughs) not even with my mask on. Your eating habits, your self-care or lack thereof, your relationships, your job, where has that gotten you? If that's gotten you into a rabbit hole of anxiety, anger, shame, and resentment, send some love to yourself. We as humans gravitate towards what feels comfortable or is what we know. Send some love to yourself and tell yourself you owe it to yourself to know better when you're ready to do so. And what if you've experienced sexual trauma, a major illness, a death of a loved one, the loss of a job? First and foremost, you most definitely need to send love to yourself immediately, right away. Feel your feelings and seek support from your true A-team. These are not experiences that are something we deserve or need to just deal with and move on. If you don't have a true A-team, find one via a counselor or coach in time when you're ready to move forward It is essential to at least tell yourself what happened is not going to have any power over you, but only when you're ready. To grab a hold of something greater, you need to let go of the shit you've been holding on to. This act right here, this shift, it's the start of a mindset shift that is required for evolution, for growth, 
This is what separates the unacceptable from the acceptable, the toxic from the healthy, the hate from the love. But this mindset shift cannot happen without some thorough forgiveness for yourself and the people and or circumstances that currently have you stuck. You have to set yourself free and give the power back to yourself. Self-love and enoughness, emotional intelligence, healthy relationships with the people and world around us, it's not something that comes naturally, nor is it universally taught. Sometimes the reverse is taught to keep order and uniformity. The aftermath is unintentional. But in life, health, and love, one thing that should be universal is we all deserve to think, feel, and act on the good as much as the bad. Oftentimes, my clients come in thinking that emotional intelligence, boundaries, and a fulfilling life is for this certain breed of special people, and that couldn't be further from the truth. It takes seeking Seeing an action that we all can grab a hold of and adopt this mindset when we're ready. This mindset that comes after forgiveness and letting go, you ask? Well, that's something I want to talk to you about in next in the next episode, episode 31. Deepened Roots podcast covers elements of my one-on-one 90-day program that is founded on the concepts of acting out of abundance instead of fear and going for what serves you. From time to time, I'll also cover what speaks to me, what's important in the moment, who's influenced my work, and even bring you interviews with like-minded business owners. I also encourage you to reach out and let me know What else you'd like me to talk about? What moves you? What speaks to you? What serves you? Also, don't be shy. You can find me on my Facebook and Instagram pages by searching under Deepened Roots Health Coaching to not only book a discovery session by clicking on the link of my bio, but see the current happenings, musings, and shenanigans at Deepened Roots Health Coaching. Thank you so much for joining me, y'all, and I will see you next time.